0: We, we have been through the fire. I want you to know God's not the arson. No. He's not producing the fires. No. And no. He's not like firing it up and sending you in there. No. no. Is he? No. He's not. He's not. He's, we have an adversary. Yes, an adversary. We have two things we have an adversary and an advocate. Yes. We don't need to get them mixed no. up. Who's doing what? That's
1: exactly right.
0: Because <laughs> that would be distressing to go to court and you don't know who's who's your, your attorney. attorney and who's the <laughs> opposing attorney. But we have an adversary, and he is defeated already. That's the cool yes. thing. We don't we don't have to fight. Um, you know, years ago I used to go preach at these warfare churches. If you're a warfare church, we love you. Uh, uh, but um, or you can go to a warfare church. I don't even know if there's any left, but there used to be. And uh, you know, they had uh, they had certain expressions of worship. That's fine. But the main thing is, is they would be like pointing to the ceiling, singing their songs about casting, bringing the devil down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and casting, you know, pulling him down, and um, and I I, I uh, said to to people that work with me on the road, I said, you know, uh, you can understand why there's a problem here because the devil's under our feet. That's so if you're standing in a worship service. And you're telling the devil to come down, you know, no wonder you got problems. Well, yeah. it, it always bothered me. I don't know why can't anyone see this, you know. Yeah. And then if I mentioned it, that was it. I was never put there again, but <laughs> which from time to time I just went for it. And <laughs> I know it's hard to believe those that know me how demure and, and, and um shy I am about speaking up <laughs> about weird things. But anyway <laughs> there there was a lot of weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's bad it, you know, it's sad because there, I think there was a lot of people that were, you know, very enthusiastic I mean they they were the people were right. They were hungry for God and yeah. a move of God. It felt like, well, you know, you gotta remove the hindrance, you know. Right. But I what I'm trying to say is The hindrance was removed at Calvary. Yes. Yes. So all we got to get rid of the hindrance for the spirit to flow is if the Holy Spirit is so weak and such a, uh, I don't know, kind of just a wuss about everything and the least little thing offends him and he runs off and won't come back, you know, and uh, he's not a wild animal that you're trying to feed out of your hand. No. And if you flinch, you know, he runs up the tree. That would be a squirrel, not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think some of us have gotten the Holy Spirit mixed up with, I don't know what, being so touchy and sensitive, or baby cries in the service, or they sing the wrong song and off everything goes. That just always never sat well with me. Yeah. Because uh, the Holy Spirit is the mightiest force on the earth. Yes. Isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, he yes. is. not he, yes? Yes.
0: So it's all done, completed work, finished work. If you turn on the David Horton, Horton Ministries, Scarlett Horton channel, I'll tell you what, you're going to find, you're going to hear the words finished work. Because Jesus paid it all, finished it for us. Praise God. It's Mm -hmm. a done deal. Yes. And now all we have to do is really choose by faith to walk in it.
1: That's right.
0: and, uh, And answer the question on a daily basis, whose report do you believe? Do you believe the report of the 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 bad news from the brother hagen used to call the the tv the one-eyed monster you know Mm -hmm. are you going to listen to the one-eyed monster are you going to listen to uh you know what the word of the lord says amen Mm -hmm. and so you know the news is bad i was mentioning this morning in church Mm -hmm. that uh you know, now they've, the, the, all the news channels do this, where they dramatize the news. Mm-hmm. I mean, when did we start doing that? I don't know, maybe this, the 80s or something, but dramatizing the news where there's a news report, you know, and the, 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 if it's ominous, the new, the, the, the music comes on, you know, sad, sad music, and, you know, and then you, then you have, uh, in the middle of the sad music and all the death count and everything, They have a commercial that comes on about, you know, a new fry pan to make your enchiladas in. I mean, it's just craziness, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like dramatized on purpose because it keeps you kind of emotionally attached to what's being reported. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, they got to report. I I understand they got a job to do and they got to report the news. But really, do we have to have, you know, Gone with the Wind level, you know, orchestration behind it to to uh, to show what's happening and so it's all bad it's all sad and it, it causes people to, to be perplexed and wonder and worry uh, but Christian I'm telling you that's not what we should be engaging in at any level no. we need to be walking in victory yes and it's true like the old hymn victory in Jesus the victory's in Jesus that's right amen mm-hmm. well the bible tells us that in, in revelation that that talking about the believers and i believe it's some of us that that scripture is referring to overcame by the blood of the lamb and there's a conjunctive word there so what comes after the end is just as important um so to i mean it's, it's important to the subject They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Mm -hmm. And I often say, and the word of their testimony is the blood of the Lamb. It all just comes back full circle.
1: Sure.
0: So, we have a testimony. You know, every Christian does. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mother told my father, Hi, Mom, if you're watching. (laughs) My mother told my father when he started out preaching. She says, Doc, you're never going to make it in the ministry. And he said, he said, why? And she said, because you haven't been to prison. And she (laughs) says, all the hot evangelists that everybody wants in their church have been to prison and have a prison story. And you haven't ever been to prison, so you don't have a great, you know, story to tell. And so, at any rate, he... uh, he said, well, I'm not going to go to prison, you know, or to, to <laughs> get, uh, rob somebody <laughs> or whatever to get to, to go to prison. But um, thank God our story, you know, our testimony does not have to be how horrible we were. You know, We used to go hear these, back in the 70s, they'd get these drug addict rock, rock singers saved, mm-hmm. and we'd hear an hour of their escapades and how horrible of a life they led. Um, and they the way they said it, it made it interesting. Actually, right. <laughs> and thinking, oh, this sounds like fun to me. You know, you know. But anyway, <laughs> they, they would tell this about being just strung out on drugs and all the sex and things that they carried on with, and uh, their horrible, horrible, horrible life. And then about the last three minutes of the testimony was, and then I found Jesus and <laughs> give an altar call or something. You know, <laughs> but you know, our testimony is not just our story. Our testimony is how he brought us out yes. of the situation. It's true. And we need to always, when we tell our testimony, we need to. Um, I noticed years ago, I don't even think most Christians today know how to give a testimony.
1: Well, I was going to say, uh, you were telling me the other day about testimony services. That yeah. That services growing up were yeah. dedicated to just testimonies. You know? Right.
0: And. Um, yeah, and people told told a little bit of as you know I had this disease or that, and I was in the hospital. But then you know they talked about the word they applied or the prayers that were prayed or some of the saints that came and mm-hmm. anointing with oil, whatever. And so it was to, the point was to give God to give the glory to God, not give glory to the devil as to what he had done with the attack, but to give glory to God. And uh, my God, I've been in so many services in the last thirty years where i said these people don't know how to give testimonies yeah. to where they and they, they want to preach their little doctrines you know so right. oftentimes it's it's uh preach the word like re-preach the message or whatever and and that's really kind of inappropriate you know right. that's not their yeah. nobody asked them to take the mic and do the pulpit yeah. but a testimony is uh, that you tell uh, again telling of the goodness of god telling i was i was in prison i got the lord brought me out of of some situation um of it's just the message of deliverance and how the lord delivered me or just to just to testify of the goodness of god you know god is so good today i was just thinking about the lord and the joy of the lord came over me Mm -hmm. you know you have to tell the story testify Yes. And uh, I don't think anybody knows how to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you were in a testifying service? Well, we had one that Yeah, happen. we did.
1: And it was so good. It was. Hear.
0: If you're from Grace Harvest, yeah. you know how to testify. To
1: hear the people in the church. Yes. It's just amazing things.
0: Yeah, yeah. amen. But um, not everyone knows. And, you know, we need to reteach the body of Christ how to give a testimony. Yeah. And not not turn it into their their moment to shine on the teaching gift or whatever. You yeah, know. That's true. <laughs> <That's sweet. laughs> and and tell what good things the Lord has done. Well, again, based on that, based on the blood and um I I can just tell you I'll start this out. Good. And I think that we were just thinking here about this whole quarantine uh, thing that we've been living through. You know, in the state of Florida, we started before the 30 days of quarantine. If you'll remember, there was about a two weeks of quarantine before that. And so we're in, by the end of this month, we'll be at six weeks yeah. with this thing. And we don't even know for sure after that what the story is going to be. And, uh, but you know, we're grateful, we're thankful. Um, I just want to say, thank God for certain things. And that is that we're, that we have a roof over our head. Yes. Uh, our bills are paid. Um, we have plenty of food in the house and, um, you know, God's r- uh, really helped us yes, yes. and we're healthy and strong and, yeah. and, uh, we're not, de- we're not sad and blue and depressed and under it. No. But uh, we've, we've got a lot of things done. Yeah. Our house has never been more organized. <laughs>
1: and
0: it's getting better every day.
1: <laughs>
0: Some days we work harder than others. And we'll sit out on our porch and enjoy the nature that's out there. And, yes. And play with Blanche. She does come to church these, to these sessions. <laughs> uh, I don't know. She seems to get something from it. <laughs> but. Um, but I just, you know, a lot of people, I know that a lot of people are suffering <coughs> right now and, uh, are wondering where the next meal's coming from. And, uh, you can't cough like that on the coronavirus
1: I testimony. I know, i
0: Okay. That looks bad.
1: I know, it's not. You bad, know, I'm no. testifying
0: and my wife's here choking.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all bad. They wouldn't play well in Helps. Topeka. <laughs> Testimony.
0: <laughs> it's like something from Saturday Night Live. You got some healing evangelist talking about miracle power in his life. He's choking. So- choking. <laughs> her eyes are bulging. <laughs> oh, Lord. Help us. Uh, yeah, help us, Lord. We're just doing our best
1: for the Lord. <laughs> oh, my. You have
0: to love us. There's nobody like us. and you should thank god for that every day (laughs) and it can go either way
1: it's true
0: (laughs) you choose praise (laughs) the lord hallelujah yes so anyway just on that you know when i think about what some people are facing i thank god yes for how he has sustained us
1: i know praise god
0: and I'm thankful to our partners and our church members and our partners who continue to give and be yes, a so blessing much. and those things. Yes, and some God. some some of you have started to do the giving online, and mm-hmm. we just appreciate that so very much. much. Yes. Amen. It really helps. Yes, it does. <laughs> it really helps to keep things rolling along here. Amen. In Tampa Bay, we don't want to just only be here. I mean, we we love being here and ministering to our people. But we also, you know, have a worldwide ministry, and yeah. we're a little. This cramps our style just a little <laughs> to not be able to go to the nations.
1: Speaking of, yes, I was thinking about uh, our trip to Brazil yeah. in February, and we uh, we were at nineteen different locations, yes, uh, preaching the gospel in churches there, right, <clears throat> all over the the northern part, yes, Bahia, Bahia,
0: right, and
1: uh, such a wonderful experience but uh, one of the, the keynote was to me was uh, the miracles and the healings and uh david would ask for testimonies right there in the service it yes. wasn't that nice yes. people would come up and testify that uh their their growth was gone disappeared No, yes. this is right there in the service right and uh they could walk uh, where they were limping before or uh, right. you know they they could see clearer uh you know all kinds of yes. physical testimonies, yes. and uh, one of the things that David would say is, when you testify, you really encourage others yes. to receive their healing right. and to trust God. Yeah. So it's a really Amen. powerful thing to testify, isn't it?
0: It is. It is, and uh, um, you know we, we see it in the we see it in the New Testament with Jesus' ministry. You know that people would tell the great things that the Lord had done. Yeah. And um boy well, sometimes it caused a revival and a riot. Well know? that's
1: true. They got thrown in jail. Yeah. All kinds of things.
0: But um in other words there's power in it. Yeah. And so Scarlett, what what do you what do you some of the maybe two things of uh, things the Lord brought you through that you
1: Well, there's hundreds of <laughs> things. Like though. I said two. <laughs> a little narrative. That leaves ninety eight for <laughs> Another time. Um, I remember my mother telling me, this wasn't that long ago, really. Uh, I was uh, pastoring a church in Panama City. And she, of course, came to the church. And she told me after one of the services, she said... You know, if I just looked at you, I wouldn't think you had been through anything, (laughs) you know? You just look like you haven't ever been through anything. And that's the goodness of God right there, isn't it? It is. I mean, like you were talking about Daniel, you know, um, coming out of the lion's den and the Hebrew children coming out. And they didn't even smell like smoke. Right. So, um, you know, you might be thinking through all this mess that, you know, I don't know how, what things are going to look like on the other side. But I'm telling you it can be better. Yeah. It, it it can be better. And we're here to tell you that God has saving grace and power and deliverance out of situations yes. and, and heartache and all kinds of financial uh catastrophe and yes. you know, all the things. I can't I could can go on and on. But I did want to share um about my father because he was such a, a part of my life, just uh you know, such a rock and a stability yes. and uh, you know, we have a very close relationship. And I guess, you know, this is the first thing that really ever happened to me that shook me. It just shook me up so badly. And up until then, I, I hadn't really served God that long. Up until then, I hadn't really had anything happen. But, you know, bad things happen to good people yeah, uh, that are in the will of God. I know. You know? I know. Because, you know, you, people would say at times, well, if something bad happened to you, you must have been doing something wrong. Right, right. You're out of the will of God. But I don't think that's true.
0: Somebody <laughs> said uh, one time that uh, there's only two times the devil will attack you. Uh, when you're in the will of God and when you're out of the will of God.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I had been pastoring for four years. I was 25, so I started really young pastoring, but I was 25 and I got a call um, on November 25th, 1985. I got a call. Your dad's just been killed um, in a car accident. And so, you know, that shakes your whole world, especially... You just can't even believe, first right. of all, that that's happened. Secondly, he was driving home from church, you know. And, and then thirdly, he never even had a wreck in his whole life, ever. And he was 50 years old. So, um, you know, just to, to go through the hurt and the pain and, and uh, the grief and et cetera, et cetera, yes. of, of that. But mm-hmm. I tell you, when you, when you look to God... Constantly, and we were talking yes. about the other night, the unseen realm. You know, you look to the un- unseen realm. That's right. the time you grab hold of God. You don't get mad at Him. Right. You don't turn your back on Him. You right. know, it's time to really draw nigh to Him. And as I did that, He revealed Himself, first of all, as a comforter. Yes. You know, the Holy Ghost is a comforter. And that's the first time it really, I had taught that and I had heard that, but boy, did I learn. That through experience yeah, right. that he is the company. I
0: think that's the only way you do learn it is going through things. Yeah. And, uh, it's not God sending you through it, no. but it's God walking with you while you go through it.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: You know, we live in a fallen world Right. The, the Bible says Satan is God of this world. Yeah. And we declare Jesus is Lord, but the whole world doesn't say that quite yet. So, no. you know, no. he's got some license. Yeah. And you think, well, why did God give him the license? God didn't. Adam did. So yeah. go complain to him. Exactly. And uh, Jesus is our redeemer, but you have to walk in that. You know? Yes, you do. But so so what and what were some of the ways that you felt that the Lord helped you come through that and well, out on the other side?
1: I think uh, realizing, you know, again, who's who. Like David said, you have an advocate and you have an adversary. <laughs> and hold on to the advocate. During that time, because um, it's, it's uh, you know, when something traumatic happens like that, there's there's so much on the other side that can happen um, that, you know, it, it can grow. It can spiral down oh, yeah. really quickly. Yes. And worse and worse and worse yes. things can happen yes. if you don't just grab hold of God. And that's really what the devil wants. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. You know, he wants... Things that happen yes. to come, to destroy us, and um and so just you know grab hold of the Prince of Peace, and I'm telling you he is the healer, not just physically, but emotionally, and he'll talk you through it. He's a good father, and I remember things like he spoke to me one day not too long after that. He said, "Okay, Scarlett, it's time for you to stop being parented yes. and to start being a parent." And of course, I was pregnant with my first child when he was killed. So, you know, he, he will talk you through it, he'll give you wisdom, he'll show you yes. things to come and give you hope and a future, you know, and yes. and, uh, and then, you know, again, reminding yourself of heaven, and it's in the Bible, so yes. we should believe it, right? Yes. <laughs> it's a real place, and knowing that we'll all go there one day and be there, and I know that that's yes. helps you through situations, that yes. you, horrible, yes. horrible. horrible. Things that you've been through, too, David. Right, and um, you know, David has just finished a book uh, on peace. Yes,
0: to be out soon.
1: Yeah, a deep settled.
0: That's the name of it, peace. the deep settled peace.
1: So you can talk a little bit about your.
0: Well, you know, I begin. To, it's interesting about that book. I I begin to write that um, after um, I moved to Florida, uh, and, and some you that know know us well know that uh, I went through. Uh, quite a sadness uh, back in uh, 2017 it was that uh, my wife of 35 was heading to 36 years um, passed away. You know she she uh, basically made the decision that she wanted to go on home. She had fought a tough battle mm-hmm. with a disease and with cancer, and and uh, you know she just 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 had had enough of it. Yeah. And who, you know, who would blame her, you know, for choosing that. And I really do believe that she chose. I think if she would have told the Lord, okay, I'm, I'm, I've got my second breath here. Let's fight some more. I, yeah. I know the Lord would have sustained her through that, but she just, uh, felt like it was, you know, it was just gone, you know, <laughs> could kind of completed earth journey here for her. And, and it seemed very young for, for all of us. Uh, she was 60 years old yeah. and, uh, went on to glory, but, um, uh, that was a sad thing for me, you know, somebody sure. that, that had been, uh, we, we were inseparable for 35 years. And, um, and so I had to go through that, uh, thing. And, uh, the sad part about it is just a, a few years before that in, in 2011, uh, we also had our son pass away. Uh, he was a sniper. Chris was a sniper in the, uh, army and was killed in action in Afghanistan. And um, so my wife and I, we had to go through all the tragedy and horror of that. We moved to Florida, which was the plan even before this happened with Chris. I had already been here to Tampa to look at housing and that kind of thing and to actually visit the church uh that we now pastor you know way back then that was uh again 2011 and and uh had made the decision to move had looked at this home that that scarlett and i are sitting in we looked at it online and uh it was almost the only house available at that time that would that fed our needs and so it's like god just prepared the path chris is killed in september um uh, we eventually put our house on the market, thought it would take several months to sell because the market was terrible in Tulsa and uh, the Dallas area and you know in that the mid in the mid southwest yeah and uh i it we had a cash buyer the first night it was shown okay. the first day it was shown, and the guy wanted us out in two weeks he um uh, he, he he was divorcing his wife, and for some reason, he wanted away from her in the worst possible way we've ever seen, begging us, please, can I have the guest room? I mean, he was ready, boy. So anyway, our house sold faster than we anticipated, imagined, and, and he offered us more than we were asking for, so we couldn't certainly stall out very long. And so anyway, we ended up moving here to the Tampa area, which was, which was a beautiful thing that God led us to do. But, uh, can you imagine that all of a sudden, you know, I'm, uh, you know, my son is is gone. My wife is gone. And, uh, you know, the thoughts of, um, we're talking about the book and I'll get to that in a second, but the thoughts of, of, uh, you you know, the taunting of the thoughts of Mm -hmm. the devil. Why don't you just quit the ministry? And, you know, nobody wants to, nobody's going to want to listen to you anymore. And, you know, you can't even keep your family alive. And, you know, th- those kinds of thoughts that just come against you like a machine gun, like, like people can't imagine. Mm-hmm. And I had to grit my teeth, so to speak, and hold on to what I knew was true and, uh, and find the peace of God. During the time that Sheree was sick, I, was writing this book during that time which is interesting yeah um again daily finding peace when you have a loved one who's fighting such a horrible fight against physical symptoms yeah and um and and uh just just you know the prognosis was never good from the beginning and so um i thought there's got to be a peace that the bible describes as passing understanding. Mm-hmm. It's because understanding, any understanding of the situation, and if you almost lost your marbles, no one would blame you. Right. People would, might would say, well, you know, they've just never been the same after that.
1: Right.
0: And uh, and I know, but they, you know, to go through what they went through, I don't even know how they're standing up walking. Right, right?
1: yeah.
0: And so, that's your understanding. Mm-hmm. And, you could go there and you could sit there and go, well, I have a right to be crazy because you know, of all that this has happened and, uh, and you're left there to people say, well, it isn't about you. It's about the person that passed away. Well, it's only about the person that passed away until they pass away yeah. because, you know, then they're in heaven yeah, and, and free from whatever it was that was strangling them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, 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 then it does kind of become about you, you know, even though that's mocked, that's right. really mocked, you know, as well, you know, it isn't about you. And it's like, well, you, you go through this and yeah. see how much it's about you. Right. But I think that the, the thing that was interesting is the Lord had me writing this book in the midst of that. And so, and a lot of turmoil in our life, uh, just, you know family issues and all kinds of things that were happening at the time ministry issues uh, my gosh you know you just you, you just make a list of all the attacks and things that had come but in the midst of it um, in the in the middle of it you you find the peace of god yes um there's a there's a man that is one of our ministry partners who went through a terrible thing? His uh, he was a police officer in a certain southern city, and um, actually, like a homicide investigator. Mm-hmm. And uh, long story short, is in a matter of about nine months or a year, his daughter had overdosed mm-hmm. on drugs and died. His wife was so distraught over it that she committed suicide. Oh and I was talking to him during the time of Sheree's passing and all the sad things that were happening and I said, "Man, you know, you can kind of relate to where I'm at. You know, you've lost a a child and a wife."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I said, uh, "How how did you how did you find footing for yourself?" You know, I was asking for my own help. Right. Yes, preachers sometimes ask lay people oh, yes. for help. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Anybody has got anything encouraging? Where seldom is heard uh, an encouraging word. <laughs> if people just if figure, well, you're the preacher, you should know it all. Yeah. But anyway, I, you know, was dealing with all those feelings, and I said, "How did you? I want to know your story." Again, we're talking about testimony. How did you? come out still serving God, still worshiping the Lord, still going to church, still doing all the things and trusting him. Right. And he said, you know, you just, this was the best thing I ever heard. He said, you know, you just reach and you keep reaching until you find something.
1: Oh.
0: Isn't that beautiful? That's
1: really good.
0: And he says, and you just keep reaching until you find God's hand. Praise the and I'll tell you what, God is everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, he's on the mountaintop where we're blowing the trumpets and singing the Hebrew words to the chant or whatever, you know, and, and marching around and victory. But he's also in the pit mm-hmm. when you find yourself in the bottom, in the oh, pit. Yeah. And... um you know, so you, you say, well, we're a word of faith people. We don't go to the pit. Well, the pit sometimes comes to you. <laughs> yes, it
1: does.
0: And if that bothers <laughs> you, well, then just read another chapter in EW Kenyon, and you'll feel better. <laughs> you know, come on. Everybody goes through stuff. Yes. And uh, Brother Hagin used to say, the crisis of life comes to everyone. Yeah. And so I uh, would uh you know you find yourself in some some dark places. Right. And uh, I know that you have as well oh, and yeah. found some dark places in this world. But God, who is rich in his mercy, yeah. his great love wherewith he loved us, That's right? Pulls us out. And I love that answer that my friend uh said. He said you just reach. Yeah. And when you reach, you keep reaching, you'll find God's hand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and that same hand will pull you up out of that pit.
1: That's so good.
0: And set you on solid ground. And uh, yeah, there is life. Let me tell you, there's life after divorce.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's yes. life after family death. Yes. There's life after losing a spouse or losing a child. Right. Some people don't like it that you find that life. They they'd be happier if you just moped around the rest of your days yeah. to prove to them that you're that you were sad enough or whatever. I've had some of that slung at me. Sure, but uh, no one knows but you. <laughs> Sounds like that old song. No one knows the trouble I see, <laughs> but no one knows the heart heartache and heartbreak yeah. of things that you go through and you go days and weeks and months and years nursing those hurts and wounds. Right. And so you have to reach out back to the book. The the book is a deep settled piece and we're going to pre sell it pretty soon. We don't even know the price yet, but stay tuned and yeah, look at our websites it'll be offered there first. That's right. But um it's it's in the works right now.
1: Peace is such a powerful weapon. Yeah. I don't think we think of it as a weapon against the enemy. Yeah. But it really is. Because he wants to disturb you, you know. He wants to, yes. you know, what what they call mentally ill <laughs> is they're disturbed, <laughs> you know, they yeah. mentally disturbed. Well, that's what the devil wants you yes. to, your body to be disturbed, and your mind, and your emotions, yes. and 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 your the the plans that you have, and the and the plans that God has for you. Yes. And I can tell you that I thought there were times where my life was over. I mean, I was still living. But I thought anything that I ever wanted or desired or uh, was, you know, yeah. wanting to do for God even, it's done, it's over, because, yeah, you know, right. this situation, especially with divorce, you think that's it. And, um, and you know, it's it, it's not the end until the Lord says you're finished. Right. It ain't over <laughs> till it's over. It's not over. And so, you know, with this situation, with this coronavirus yeah. and... And just so much doom, and we don't know, you know, how long it's going to last, and all the, the prophecies of the the media, et cetera. And I know they're doing the best they can as the government, et cetera. But um, you know, we we sang a song this morning, "How Great Thou Art." Yes. And in part of that song, it talks about the joy, the the uh, joy, of the future being bright. Yes. Um, some terminology like yeah. that.
0: It was actually greatest, like faithfulness. Oh, was it greatest, yes.
1: life? oh yeah. So we sing so many good songs, but they're all
0: they're all great. <laughs>
1: they are good. They, so yeah, so that that uh, part of that lyric was so good yeah. about the future yeah. being bright, and and I you know I just thought on the inside of me let let's start saying the future is bright for us, the future is bright for you, the future is bright for the United States of America instead of yes. you know, counteract some of yes. the doom and gloom. Yeah. And, it'll never be the same and nothing will ever be the same no i believe it's going to be better
0: well we read scripture today or paul said that you know talked about being cast down but not cast out right persecuted and all that and a lot of people go see right there there it is in the word in the new testament all this tribulation and he said uh you know what do we say to these things and he said nay that's right. I love that. It's yeah. like, that, it's like, how do whole denominations go and not read that next word? They just don't answer it. You know, yeah. it fits the other narrative of, yes, troubles and trials down here below. Here we're going to go to the bottom of the hole. You know, <laughs> the quartet music, some of them would have a few songs like that. You know, I said, it sounds like the hee haw singers, gloom, despair, and agony on me. You know, deep, yeah. dark depression. I mean, you might as well just sing that. Well, yeah. And, and put, put a Christian beat to it, or whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh, yeah. The the Bible said we'll face tribulation. But Paul said, what do we say? How do we answer these things? He said, nay. We're more than conquerors. That's right. Through him who who gave himself for us. So, praise God. We're saying no to the persecutions. Amen into those things, right? Exactly, We're saying exactly. nay, not yeah, well I'm a martyr. <laughs> Put me on the martyr's inscription on the wall. No, be, be a be a conqueror. Yeah. My Lord.
1: And and I think another reason we should tell our testimonies is because we can have faith for the future. Yes. Knowing that he's done it before. Yes. He's brought us out. Yes. And he'll bring us out again. Always. Always.
0: Always. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm going to say something about about Scarlett's f- father and, and especially uh, about him uh, and and my wife. You know, people that seem to go to heaven prematurely, you know, if they're believers and they go to heaven, they still have the victory. Yes. You know, it's not like, well, see, see, you, you name it and claim it, people. Yeah. You still have the same problems. And it's like, but it's the it's the whole approach towards it yeah. that makes the difference, isn't it? That's right. And uh, don't you know? Don't throw us under the bus for name it and claim it. That would be Jesus you need to talk to. Yeah. Because that was His idea. Sure. He said, you know, you have what you say.
1: That's exactly what. And
0: so saying. yeah, I'm name it and claim it, blab it and rabbit and rabbit and rabbit, <laughs> rabbit and Roger Rabbit. I don't know. <laughs> blab, grab it, blab it and grab it. <laughs> praise God that was another that was other tongues trying to come but I didn't have inter- interpretation so I quit <laughs> oh
1: my praise the Lord praise I'm kidding Lord.
0: yeah <laughs> if you've lost your sense of humor lay hands on yourself it's true you know there was a girl at uh, I won't say the Bible school but there was a school uh, there was a girl in the Bible school great Bible school but she stood up there and a the student led kind of praise and prayer meeting in her testimony. She said, I got so excited and so full of God yesterday in my apartment. She says, I laid hands on myself and I fell out under the power.
1: <laughs> that's, that's encouraging yourself in the Lord. I'm telling it? you. Boy, well, if you could Christ just, you God.
0: know, yeah, get that. Oh,
1: that's wonderful. Brother
0: Hagin used to say that, you know, people would ask questions about so many people falling under the power. Um, you know, his his healing line and he said, he said, uh, it's not such a big deal. You know, people fall into the power. He said, some of them that fall don't get healed. Some of them that don't fall get healed. Mm-hmm. He said, he says, wait till God starts standing them up. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that'll really be something. <laughs> I said, yeah, let's have that. <laughs> and they say that, right? <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Uh,